on how to deal with them. So, that being said, this episode, we have a very special topic visitation. (laughs) (laughs) That's a hot topic. Yeah, yes, a very controversial topic so far. Especially for freshmen. Yes. And being that we are freshmen, it is a hot topic. Mm -hmm. And I would just like to say that I kind of like our visitation policies, but yeah. I (laughs) love starting drama. So, (laughs) I just. Wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. That took a turn. That, that took a turn. It did take a turn, but I'm going to explain. I just, I don't know. I just like hearing both sides of the argument. So Not I, for that. Yeah, yeah. so I, I do like to see, like, oh, for me, I barely, like, invite people to, to my room. Mm-hmm. So visitation doesn't really affect me. But I know people, you know, that I actually want to have a good time and, like, bring people over. So it's it's a really mixed bag. How do you feel about it? Like I don't know. Well, I'm... I'm kind of like you. I don't really like bringing people in yeah. because people are nosy, especially yeah. if it's a guy. Like, it depends. Like, if it's a guy, I'm not, you're never going to see me checking a guy. Like, mm-hmm. I would much rather just go to, like, be a Jew rat or whatever. Yeah. I'm fine with not having that time. I'm fine. <laughs> but if it's a girl, then, okay, it's whatever. Like, that mm-hmm. doesn't matter to me. But, I, so, like, I can't really speak on if it affects me because I've never been in the situation to check someone in. Mm-hmm. But... Sometimes it does feel like we are being a little police, sometimes, mm-hmm. but I understand where they're coming from, but I hear both sides of the story, yeah. put it that way. See, when you said nosy, I thought you meant, like, I, I didn't think you meant, like, your, your floor mates. I thought you meant... <laughs> you the know? RAs checking us in, too. They're nosy. All of them are really nosy. They're going to be looking like, oh. Right, because so, they know. Yeah, they, they know, know who's previously been, been checked in. in. Yeah. And I actually thought you meant, like, the people themselves in your room, because... I know when I check, the rare occasion I check people in, like, they'll, like, you know, they'll go through my stuff and be like, oh my gosh, this is so cute, oh my gosh, what is this? Is I'm that like, contingent upon where you stay, though? Because you're not in the Q-U-A-T. That. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's put an end to that. <laughs> no, but, like, at least for me, in my experience, like, people will, like, come into your room and touch stuff and you're like, is this necessary no, right now? No, no. That, this is not necessary right now. You did not need to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and um, especially Howard Twitter has been popping off when it, it comes has. to visitation. <laughs> Howard Twitter pops off anyway. They I do, mean, but they really, they really 
wrote the whole thesis on it. <laughs> Not a dissertation. <laughs> <She said. laughs> no. Like a whole like yeah. dissertation thesis. Yeah, she went cite, viral. Sources cited. It's very true. Yeah, and those are some uh, pretty serious warnings too. Well, so, I'm looking forward to this episode, so let's get into yeah. it. All right. Welcome back, roomies. Now, let's hear from one of our listeners who's been having some trouble with visitation and their roommate. Please keep in mind, all names have been removed to protect the identity of the student. Thank you. I'm honestly getting a little sick of the visitation policies around Howard's campus. See, I'm not the type of person to complain about the little things, but I can't help but feel like, as a student, I'm being, pol- I'm being policed by security or RAs when I try to check someone in. In addition to that, I'm having to beg my roommate to check other guests in due to the fact that I can only check two people in. I sometimes feel bad about him. I feel bad because he is a super busy person and oftentimes I forget he has to check other to check in other guests. This has caused us to lose our visitation in times. I had this experience when trying to check someone in and our visitation policy makes me feel like I am not even in college. If the policy is simply about protecting students, then why are there so many other safety hazards on campus. Signed, an annoyed resident. And now to introduce our wonderful expert guest. Can we give a round of applause for three-time RA, Arkel Miller? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, thank you. (laughs) And our other expert interviewee is Michaela. Hey, y'all. Yes, yes. Tell us a round of applause. Yes. Can you tell us a little about yourselves before we get into this deep listener letter? Yes. Okay. Hello. My name is Arkel Miller. I'm a senior, grad, well, graduating senior. Oh, get it right. <laughs> Biology major from Woolwich Township, New Jersey. I'm also a three-time RA in the Harriet Tubman Quadrangle. Yes. Ooh. My name is Michaela. I am a freshman criminology major from Dallas, Texas. You know they call me Big Tex. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I am a resident in the quad. Yes. All right. So that listener letter, now that you all have heard it, you've been able to discuss, think, it was a lot. It was a lot going on. This is clearly a resident who is annoyed. And passionate. He talked about his friend having to check in other people. What would you do in that situation? Like, how would you handle that if the visitation policy is only checking in to and guests? How would you feel about it also? Um, I mean, so now I've been an RA, and even as a freshman who lives in the quad, it was always two people. And the way it was always explained to me was like, well, six people in a room is considered a party. And I guess that's against like fire code or whatever. Like, just, that's just kind of how I always understood it. So I was like, okay, well, for two of us that live here, and we each check in two people, now we got six. So, like, we can't exceed that. And you figure whenever you bring in someone, like, normally, like, someone stops by, just like the way the quad is and doors open. Mm-hmm. So now you end up with, like, let's say, eight, ten <coughs> people. Now it's jam packed. Mm. So I always kind of thought of it as like a safety concern. So I guess I didn't really think of it so much as like you trying to control who I can and can't see. It's just like, oh, like you just can't have that many people in a small mm-hmm. space. Honestly, being a resident in the quad, I really feel the same way. Well, personally, I have a really big room. So whenever I was going to check in a guest or anything, I didn't feel like it was that serious because it would typically be one or two people. But I have seen other people on the floor who will come by my room and be like, hey, okay, look, can you... Um, you know, help me check in somebody, you know, stuff like that. I'm like, I mean, I guess, but <laughs> it would be a little bit problematic for me because I'm like, y'all are going to be very disturbing sometimes. So that, I think that's another reason 
as to why they make it only two people because you know once like Arkel was saying once it gets loud you know if I'm studying in my room then you know I don't want to hear all of that then I'm feeling inconvenienced like I have to leave but um honestly I never thought it was that deep but I definitely see what this letter is saying I think it's really about like the noise too like it's it's, the thing is, it just gets chaotic at some point like the noise like even if someone texts in the group chat saying like hey can y'all you know calm down a little bit try to study um you know it's easy to be quiet like especially as someone who's like brought people over before and like you know been to Oh, I know, because we like to get lit. Yeah. Like, if yeah. we're really having fun, then, you know, it's going to get loud. We don't exactly. play the music loud. Yeah. It's kind of inevitable being college kids, mm-hmm. but you do have to be considerate of other people and of the safety health, just like our Kel was saying. Mm-hmm. Because I know there have been many stories, you know, that happen in the quad or elsewhere where it gets too lit, somebody gets injured or, you know, passes out, you know, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Then we have to investigate who all was in there. And then once you see that it was way more than, say, four people, then that's where, you know, the issues come from. Yeah. I think it's definitely, like, being about being responsible about it. Because um, I've been to, like, you know, parties and quads where, like, you know, there's definitely a, a couple more people than there should be. <laughs> but the, the nice thing about it was that, you know, everyone was aware that they weren't supposed to be there. You know, like, everyone knew, <laughs> like, everyone knew that, like, you know, like, if, you know, if the host says, hey, guys, we got to tone it down, we have to tone it down, and if the host says, like, you know, like, don't, you know, don't make a lot of noise, then, you know, you don't make a lot of noise, because already you're kind of overstepping. Right, and security <clears throat> is not afraid to come and knock on your door. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Know, they love doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is that quad is just so open. Well, just yeah. for example, like, quad is just so open. I feel like, actually, freshman dorms in general are so just, like, packed with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you never just, like, you're not in your own bubble. So, it's like, even if, like, I'm blast my music in my room, like, the person next to you hears it. So, it's like, yeah. so now you add 10 other people in the room. It's like, okay, so now you're talking, you're playing music, mm-hmm. you got this, 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 this. Laughing. Yeah. And that brings me to another question. I have one for you. So, have you ever gotten a complaint from a resident about their roommates and or floor mates being too loud or, like, bringing in too many visitors? Um... More so like floormates being allowed, mm-hmm. but what I've noticed is just like <laughs> on my floor, um, it's not so much like them checking in people, it's people on the floor, like mm-hmm. just because it's so close. And so with that, it's kind of like you have to go in and be like, okay, well, like, is it quiet hours or whatever time, like, or like people are trying to study, whatever, whatever, like you need to be mindful because if you were trying to study, you were trying to sleep or do whatever, if they were having a party right next door to you, like you can't focus. Yeah. So it's like, whether that means you need to take to the lounge, go to the study room, do whatever, but it's like, you can't do it here. Be productive or just sleep or do anything. Yeah, and okay, I I understand that. Keep in mind why I asked this question. <laughs> it, this, this is all anonymous. We're not calling anybody out. But have you had any like repeat offenders? Like you know, like on your floor. <laughs> Give me a minute to finish the question. Like, was there like you know times where like um, you know people were complaining about the same person being loud or like you know the same person like having you know, too many people in the room or something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, more so, like, I don't know. I, like, I don't know if it's something in the air this year, mm-hmm. but it seems like noise is more the bigger yeah. issue than, like, actual people. Because mm-hmm. you can't have them people and you can't be quiet. Yeah. I've seen that happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's more so noise, but, like, I think sometimes people will feel like, especially if you're cool with your already, you kind of take that as, like, okay, I'll be quiet and I won't get that serious. But then it's, like, for me, like, I'll go back because, like, 
I'm not here to like get someone in trouble or wreck anybody up. Mm-hmm. So when I come inside, okay, well now like you're not listening to the second time I'm talking about this. Next time there's gonna be repercussions. Mm-hmm. So whether that be a write up, whether you lose patience, whatever. But it's like you're not getting the message. So it's like I don't know how else to make it clear to you besides like there has to be a step above this versus me being nice and saying like okay, be quiet. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you've been an RA again. I'm sorry, Michaela. This is for. Oh, no, it's okay. No, <laughs> joke's on you. I'm finna be an RA because I'm in jail. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. 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 But I know you've been an RA in other buildings. Mm-hmm. So, how do, is it kind of the same type of visitation policies, or is the quad a little bit more strict on like the literal rules and time constraints about how many guests come in, something like that? So I was in Annex last year when the quad was closed, but all my other years, like, I've been in quad. And because Annex, it was still freshman girls, it's just, like, a different kind of, like, layout of Annex, like, since the sweet style. Um, the visitation policies were the same, but I think it's just different because, like, like, in quad, I can walk down the hall, I can hear it's more than, like, two people in the room. Because, like, <laughs> first, like, so if I think you have someone in there, I could not. And it's like, okay, well, the door's right there. First, like, Annex, well, it's a suite, but there's three rooms, and if you're at the end of the suite, you really could not hear me knocking on the front door. So now it's like, I gotta go get a master key and I gotta knock and then I gotta knock on all three doors. Like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's more of a process. <clears throat> so, like, it's the same rules. I just feel like Annex is just a different layout. So it's like, even though someone might be loud, you really may not hear them because it's like, I'm in a suite on the other side of the hall versus mm-hmm. a room right next to you or yeah. right across from you. And do you think that maybe like Annex would have, you know, it has a, type, a different type of energy too because it's not like a freshman dorm? So, yeah, you know, definitely. people are. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Annex and even Tower, just like any kind of sweet style, I feel like because you kind of, once you go into your suite, you're kind of in your own little bubble. Yeah. You're not really interacting with people as much. Like, or you have to make more of an effort to interact with them, I'll say. So, like, even when I was an RA, like, I really had to go kind of knock door to door, like, hey, how are you? I haven't seen you in a little bit. How's it going? Because it's like, you have a bathroom in there. You don't have, well, I know Tower, you have your little kitchen area. But Annex is like, you have your little common area, which if you have snacks, whatever, it's like a little set up, your micro fridge. Like, you can just chill in your room, and I don't really have to see you. So it's like, I do think it's different. Just in terms of, like, you're not really as much of a disturbance, but I think that's the whole point as, like, since you're upperclassmen, you want your own space more. Yeah. As a freshman, I do too. (laughs) (laughs) But, anyway, so what is your outlook on the visitation policies in the residence hall, specifically targeted towards a residence? Um, Honestly... I feel two different ways because for one, I do feel like, you know, making that transition from being a high school senior to a college freshman, I'm like, wow, this is a lot of freedom. You know, I get to do what I want, but I'm still getting like kind of in trouble for having, you know, visitors like the same thing that you would at home. Like, you know, your mom says, no, so-and-so, so-and-so can't come, but so-and-so can, you know? So that's kind of how I feel about it. But at the same time, I'm a person who respects um, safety. Like, I love to know that I'm going to be in a safe environment to where I don't have to worry about anything. So the fact that, say, for example, in an annex, a lot of people can sneak in. Like, you can really sneak in anywhere, everywhere. (laughs) But it makes me feel uncomfortable, especially because I am in an all-girls dorm. And, like, we've had many times where people will uh, text in the group chat, like, hey, lock your doors, there's somebody 
um, like a man around the, the quad. And that makes me feel uncomfortable, especially for me, because I live on a floor where a lot of, it, there's a lot of action, like yeah. people going in and out, you know, stuff like that. So I really do think that it is helpful for people who do, you know, appreciate their safety and things like that, because I do, you know, I just want to be able to feel comfortable. I don't want to feel like, well, so-and-so has this guy over here and, you know, he makes me feel funny or so-and-so has this girl and, you know, she, she want to fight me, you know, whatever the case may be. But, um, I honestly don't think that it's that deep because I, I do feel like it's in our, it's in their best interest, you know, to make sure that we're okay. But, um, honestly, it would be nice if they could at least, like, bump it up a little bit, you know, just, like, chill out. Because I even know the security guards in the quad, they're, like, top tier. Like, they like to call you back if they don't see your ID correctly. You know, they want to yell at you, make sure, you know, they see everything. And I know it's for the safety issue. But at the same time, I feel like it is a little excessive, especially if I come in and out of here multiple times a day, every single day. So, yeah, but um, honestly, like I said, I feel two different ways, but kind of is what it is at this point. And speaking on the IDs, as an RA, like being at the front desk, how do you feel about that? Like if someone comes in, like are you going to run after them and be like, show me your ID, I need to get your ID? <laughs> me personally? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> but just for the listeners, her, her face when she said <laughs> me personally. <laughs> But, <laughs> I mean, I do, like, I feel like, yes, I know you, but I just feel like it's just good to have it because, like, there are certain places on campus where you just have to show your ID. Mm-hmm. Like, even though you may know someone in, I, like, the security guard in I like, you have to show your ID. And I think people get comfortable with the idea, like, well, I live here, you know me, but it's like, okay, but I also saw 500 people walk in. So, mm-hmm. like, at this point, it's a blur. And I've also <laughs> seen people who, like, because they kind of, they're already a person down that that's, like, knows them, they get real comfortable, so it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't have my has that intuition but like if I'm going to talk about the difference between like home and college that's a struggle because you know I am going from this crazy safety to I mean this crazy uh freedom Mm -hmm. to being locked in the house but like if I'm going to say how I balance this um you know respect for safety versus um my love for freedom honestly I think it's really just um like a personal opinion because I know I want to have fun, but at the same time, I don't want to have to worry about something happening to me or happening to someone else. And, um, honestly, I'm a very like empathetic, sympathetic person. Like I'm really cool with everybody. You can really ask anybody who knows me. Like I'm, I'm that person, but don't look like this. But, (laughs) but I'm just saying I would be, you know, heartbroken if I found out that something that happened to one of my friends because somebody snuck in or because 
there was an unauthorized visitor or, you know, whatever the case may be. So I really just feel like it's your perception on the whole situation because some people, they just want to have fun. Like they go to class Monday through Friday, maybe even not all of that, and then they want to have fun. But, you know, I'm a person who wants to be able to call my mama, you know, like if, you know, something happens, I don't, I don't want to have to freak anybody out. Um, because I just do like to be able to feel safe and have fun at the same time. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm a college kid. I'm 18, gonna be 19. I like to, you know, do ratchet stuff, you know. But at the same time, right, I like to be ghetto. But at the same time, I like to be safe. Yeah. So I think that's something that most people forget to think about. They're so worried about that adrenaline rush, you know, that, that fun stuff that they don't remember. Anything could happen at any given time. Yeah. So I think it is, it is important to remember that. College students are very vulnerable, like when it comes to danger. Oh, yeah. Like you know, yeah. danger is like we live on. We have the privilege of living on a very safe campus, but oh, it's okay, <laughs> relatively safe. <laughs> like if compared to the environment, mm-hmm. it's a relatively safe campus. And <laughs> don't give me that looks at all. <laughs> I think we're as open as it is. Yeah, it's yeah. relatively safe. Yeah, because yeah. a lot. But of I know for me, we get into that. Because, you know, I like to call myself a stallion. So, you know, it's a lot of oh. times where, <laughs> where, you know, when I'm in the public, look, oh, I'm, look I'm, I'm going to connect this a back. But what I'm saying is, you know, anybody can say anything. Yeah. You can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I walk to class to Banneker and get harassed, yeah. you know, whatever the case may be. And I feel like that's that safety part that people forget. Yeah. Like, even though we like to say this is a safe, relatively safe yeah. campus, like, stuff is going to happen anywhere. It doesn't matter who you are, what you look like, you know, where you're from, anything could happen. Yeah. So I really do think people need to, you know, think more about the safety part of it rather than the whole policing part. Because I really don't think it's that deep. Yeah. But, but the stallion comment. I just have to let the listeners know, like, this ain't no Rudy Poo, you know, interviewer. Oh, oh this is so... You, I know we got a response to that question, but that was... Oh, that's so good. I feel like someone needs to be with you now. Anytime uh-uh. you go to McDonald's, someone needs to protect you. All right. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, I'm... Okay. There's an elephant in the room. We're talking about visitation this whole time, but we're not talking about the controversy surrounding visitation and I'm sure that you know as an RA and as someone who's aspiring to be an RA uh, you two are aware of the the controversy on Twitter and uh, how do you feel about social media playing a role in all this because you know as you know as the times go on we have more access to social media and anything we complain about can immediately go on social media like how Twitter got visitation you know, to be a huge topic, and a lot of students have taken to Twitter, and a lot of them have even gone on Instagram to voice their concerns about the system, and do you think it helps release their tension or, like, aggravate it further between them and security and RAs? So, what's your, what's your take on it? Um, I mean, I understand social media, and I understand that people, like, have a voice, and they are allowed to voice their opinions. I think the biggest thing I've seen, just, like, with <clears throat> different issues, like, around, like, the dorm, stuff like that, is, like, People get on Twitter, like, I feel like sometimes they don't always have the facts. And so, like, mm-hmm. you made this big declarative statement, like, oh, visitation is anti-black. But then, like, mm-hmm. when you finally get down to sit down and talk to the administration, they're like, oh, well, we have this in place for whatever reason they give you. Then it's kind of like, oh, okay, well, I understand that. But mm-hmm. it's like, you didn't go and rectify the tweet, and you didn't say, like, oh, continuation. I sat down and said, da, 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 da. 
So now it's kind of like that's just out there forever. And mm-hmm. so it's like, and with this day and age, everyone screenshots, mm-hmm. everyone does whatever. So the here, 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 and there. So it's like you can't take what you said back. Yeah. And so I think that's what, like, I think it's good for getting attention per se, but I think it's bad in the sense of like whatever misinformation gets spread around, like whatever. Because I mean, people talk in person, and people talk on Twitter, people do whatever, and they don't really fact check. Yeah. I this think, is true. I think all of that just gets <laughs> spread around and circulated, and yeah. so that's kind of like that aggravates the situation in a mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, what's your take on it? Um, honestly, I feel like, you know, I agree with Arkell saying that um, it, it really does both. But I think my biggest issue with it is because a lot of people on Twitter try to make it like a black school versus a white school type of thing. As though it's kind of like the institutionalized, you know, way to keep black people in or to keep us from procreating or you know, whatever the case may be. I feel like they were really... No, no, seriously. Like, on Twitter, that's what they were saying. Like, we just finna be going around, you know, doing grown folk business and, you know, stuff like that. And I feel like, you know, that was kind of messed up because that, that just goes on with the stereotype that black people don't do anything but have babies, you but know? I will say, I got... I saw where someone was coming from on Twitter when... They talked about, you know, the condoms being shown right when you walk yes. in. Yes. That's a bit much. I don't have an issue with it being on the dirt floor. Yeah. But, but in the lobby. to the fact that, oh, when you when you check in against, y'all finna be having sex. Like, okay, it's, it's a big bucket right here. Right. Right there. Yeah. Like, come on now. It, it's not needed. Especially because, like, the RA who's checking you in is, like, you already might feel a little weird, like, about checking your guy in and your RA. Like, especially if it's the RA of your floor. Mm-hmm. Like, checking you in you may feel a little weird about it and if you do like take the condoms <laughs> who's gonna do that like, i just want to know that's the thing like, out there? Right, and like God, yeah and the thing is it just makes it an awkwarder com- conversation and yeah. so like i do appreciate like in like i don't know if y'all do this but like in chn like it's like you know it's already there on the front desk but it's also like on every floor it's not in the middle of like the the floor but it's like in the lounge, in like a little discreet mm. bag. Oh, it's like true. so. If if you want it, you can just take it. If mm. you want, but um, I I think it does well to combat the the whole front desk thing because that is just yeah not right. Yeah, because like yeah. your parents coming in there. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like come on now. Right. So now everybody I bring in because half the time it'll be like a family friend. Yeah. You know, one of my mom's friends mm-hmm. coming to visit me, make sure I'm okay. Yeah. And I see this bucket of condoms, like, okay, look, what you doing? Like, yeah. nothing, I promise. <laughs> now, I remember, like, I think it was my first year in the RA, like, before we had a little, like, like, um, like, wicker basket or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, around, like, October. And I remember someone's dad was like, ooh, candy. And then, <laughs> oh, my God. And then was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Oh, my God. That's but so. I think the only thing, like, I think it is good to have someone at the front desk, mm-hmm. though, just in case. Because, yeah. like, I think if you're just depending on, like, the RAs to refill, yeah. like, Let's say whatever it says yeah. bucket you have on your floor or bag. Like, if I get busy, I forget. I'm not thinking like, yeah. oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, bag could be empty. Yeah. Right. Like, my whole thing is just like when you're, you know, you're checking somebody in and the condoms are right next to you. Like, sometimes like people aren't thinking. Like, I, like, I know, like, I was getting checked in by like one of my, um, like one of my friends at like Cook and he's a guy and like um, when he was checking me in, he like took some condoms. I'm like, so are we gonna address this? Are, you, are we gonna address like why? And he was like, Oh no 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 no! I'm I got a date later. I'm like, Oh okay cool. But, but like it just makes it just, yeah it just makes it a weird conversation to be like, So why'd you pick that up now of all times? Yeah. yeah. But. 
I do want to go back to the point about like you know the whole like this is like a white versus black issue mm-hmm. because not only is it like you know create reinforcing some stereotypes that are already there it's also creating tension about talking about the, in- the issue entirely because you know administration like for better or for worse they probably don't want to engage in the whole like white versus black aspect of visitation and so that's a whole conversation you can have but also one thing i know is like a lot of my friends like go to like you know pwis and i know like almost all of them don't have visitation policies and so while i'm i'm not saying it's a white a white versus black thing or like you know everyone who says it is a white versus black thing is completely correct but i'm just saying that like why you know like a lot of students see this type of like yeah data. there is a trend yeah like they say that they see they see this data out of context and they're like okay well why is that and the fact that they're not getting an answer like directly for why that is may contribute to like them being angry about it so what do you like think is kind of, not the solution but well what would you do to like kind of like stop you know stop the tension and like make it better yeah um I mean like I. but my cousin goes to St. John's up in New York Mm -hmm. and like I don't know how they like phrase it maybe there's like a difference of terminology but like I remember she tried to check like the equivalent of like checking in her boyfriend and it was like a holiday and so when she asked the front desk it was just like oh you can't check it in it's a holiday because school's closed and I was like okay we do the same thing here Mm -hmm. so I don't know if maybe like the wording is different Mm -hmm. but I feel like there is almost like a similar process like I feel like you still want to know who's in the building so maybe it's not the whole like extraneous process of like oh we're taking your id or whatever yeah but maybe they just sign people in but i feel like there's something similar yeah yeah sense. i yeah. feel like it's different um it's like contingent upon the university mm-hmm. because i have a lot of friends that go to pwis and when i've gone it's just like a little sign and sheet at the front just sign it it's not like an id taken type of thing half of the time there's no one up there let's start there so <laughs> i mean it's like I get what people are saying, like the comparison between HBCUs and PWIs, because I'll, I'll be the first one to say that I've seen it, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like it's heavily enforced at PWIs. Mm-hmm. Um, now, maybe the holiday thing, yeah, maybe that's just like a universal thing for like places. Yeah. Like, maybe it's because like there's not enough employees to like, you know, since it's the holiday, people are taking the day off. Yeah. It might just not be that. But this being said, know a lot of people agree that there should be some type of visitation reform you know if it like and you know they disagree on like how major the the reform should be but what do you think is the risk of doing that what do you think is the risk of changing visitation policies especially because we know especially at Howard things can go wrong with changing (laughs) the rules I mean Like I was saying earlier, I feel like any and everybody is going to be any and everywhere, honestly, because I know a lot of people, like, for example, I remember during freshman week, there were, like, a crap ton of, like, locals just laying around the quad and THN, (laughs) and some of them girls were, like, falling for whatever sweet talking that they were doing and, you know, trying to check them in, and, like, that can get really dangerous. Like, it's a funny thing to talk about now, but if some, yeah, like, if someone was to check in someone, the next thing you know, 
you know, there's a story about molestation or, you know, whatever the case yeah. may be, you know, God forbid. But I really do feel like it would be a lot of just anybody, anything, anytime, anywhere, you know, just, you know, a lot of mess. But at the same time, I don't, when it comes to reform, I don't know what more the university could do. Maybe they could tell the security guards not to be so strict about it. Or, you know, I don't know, but I feel like if there was some type of reform, it would only open doors to a lot of mess. So, yeah. I, mean, um, I don't know. I mean, because, <laughs> like, you figure all of us has to have education. Right. And kind of like whatever goes most normal. But I heard that's only with other Howard students. Like, you can't have, like, if one of your girlfriends come from home. Like, yeah. That's that's what I heard. I'm not sure. No, but how do you feel about that? Because is that fair? Because there are a lot of RAs that are sophomores, mm-hmm. and RAs get 24-hour visitation, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have you're you're a freshman, and then you have a sophomore RA, basically the same age. Why is it that the RA is getting 24-hour visitation, but your resident can't? So like, is that necessarily fair to say like upperclassmen get 24-hour visitation when you have an RA that's a sophomore? Because it's not really upperclassmen, because, like, you could have a sophomore and a freshman, and y'all I feel both like people just automatically... No, you got I'm just saying that I feel like people just automatically assume that since we are, like, leaving home, since this is our first year, you know, at college and everything, we're just going to go buck wild and have sex with everybody and there do some drugs. Like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I know, I know there were some people, or I can name a few. I'm not going to, oh, but all I'm saying... No, I'm, I'm just saying, but... You know, I feel like that's just an assumption that they automatically make when it comes yeah. to freshmen. And, and that's think, wrong. Yeah, I think that assumption that... Sorry, I do. Okay. Really <laughs> um, I mean, like, right now, like, I'm a senior, and I'm, I have freshman residents. Yeah. So I have, like, 18, 19. So it's almost like, well, do you think it's fair that, like, I still have the same, like, visitation process as, like, mm-hmm. a first-year student when I'm about to get out the door? But, like, sophomores, at least... It's kind of the same. That's what I'm saying. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah, like my first year, I was a sophomore, so I was like, these people are about to listen to me. Like, but if you don't mind me asking, like, how does the visitation work, like for RAs? Because you said it's kind of like the same thing. I know it's 24 hours, but is it like only Howard residents, or I mean Howard students? Or just like you can bring anybody you want. Or, um, I mean, I haven't like brought anyone from like home, but like I've had friends who like. Might stay off campus. Okay. Like, I say, and they can, like, spend the night or whatever? Mm, you won't okay. have to give them their ID? I haven't had to. Okay. Ooh, but, I don't know. Like, I could see, like, maybe there was some reform. I don't know how that would work in terms mm-hmm. of, like, freshmen. But, like, I don't, like, I know people on Twitter are saying, like, 24 hours station, they want to see they can get, like, a trial run. And I think that's <laughs> fine, but I feel like the biggest thing for me is, like, I like to know who's in the building. I yeah, feel like everyone same. should be made aware. Like, I feel like when everyone has incidents of, like, someone came in my room, like, I had my door unlocked and someone came and they took whatever, like, if you could that's say, okay, so, <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you could say, like, okay, well, you said your stuff went missing at 4.30, and we know from 3 to 4, these people are in the room, so we can cancel, like, you know, we're in the building, yeah. we can cancel them, but we know from 4 to 5, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying, like, you kind of have a time frame, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, if you really wanted to investigate, like, I don't know how yeah. Cambridge <laughs> Police does that, but, you know what I'm saying, like, they have a record, say, like, okay, well, in theory, we got, like, 10 suspects, and we know they don't like they run on your floor, but you know, yeah. you have somewhere to start. Yeah, but um, one thing though about like visitation and like you know a lot of people's like frustration with it is that 
especially with the price point, because a lot of people have been saying that, oh, you know, uh, we, pr we pay, you know, da -da -da price, like we pay so much to go here. And we like we're almost like it's almost like paying like, and like an extensive rent like mm -hmm. for like for all for all the, all of the semester just to be hit with like a visitation policy and so like people <laughs> yeah. you know especially like I don't know how it is for like quad or like Eric's or the other dorms but especially especially for CHN a lot of a lot of how CHN like the structure works is like a lot like an apartment complex like. You know, you have your you have your room, you have your mail room, you have your laundry room, like and like you have all these like you know areas in the same building that really works like an apartment like mm -hmm. style like system, but then you're hit with visitation and you're like, really, you're gonna do that to me? Like even though, <laughs> even though I'm a fully grown adult, and so that and also the fact that uh, a lot of the times when we uh, you know when we stereotype freshmen to you know be having their hot girl summer all semester. <laughs> <laughs> when they do that, like, you know, when you stereotype them to do that, a lot of them, like, fall into that stereotype because it's expected of them. Because, mm -hmm. we, like, they're like, you know what, I've heard so much about doing this, and, like, during, so you know, freshman year. So, yeah, like, I would just do it. Like, this will stop me. Yeah, and so, how do y'all feel about that, that argument of, like, oh, I, I paid this much? Because I would love to get your idea on that because you're an R, uh, RA, and mm -hmm. also... Like, as a resident, how, how do y'all feel about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> um, I mean, like, people use that argument, I feel like, with everything. But, it's like, yeah. they're like, if you were living in an apartment complex, like, there's rules. Yeah. So, even if it's like, like, granted, I haven't lived in an apartment complex. <laughs> but, I'm sure there's rules that are like, okay, well, you can't have a party, or like, whatever. Like, yeah. time frames, noise, like, noise levels. And so, I feel like with visitation, like, it's just a tricky, it's a tricky, Topic because like I don't really feel like people understand the origins of it. Like my interpretation of it was always it was a security measure. But then like if you talk to someone who's maybe like HU like oh five, they'll be like oh we didn't have this whatever whatever. Like yeah. I think the policies just changed over the years, and so now it's kind of hard to figure out like what was the original intention of it. How did you see this working? So I don't know if maybe there needs to be a new system put in place. So like I feel like everyone kind of understands what like why this is happening mm -hmm. and. Like, everyone's satisfied with how they're being treated. But, like, I don't know. I just think, like, that <coughs> argument is, like, it doesn't really apply to this just because, like, this is such a weird topic. Mm -hmm. Like, no one knows where it came from. You don't really <laughs> see examples of this at, like, other yeah. schools. And so there's no real model to say, like, well, this school does this or whatever. But it's like, okay, but they don't, like, they're not in the middle of the city. Like, I think mm -hmm. it's just a, dim mm -hmm. a different demographic and also just a different geographic location. Mm -hmm. So I don't really I think they should house like some educational meeting about okay, this is why we have our visitation policies the way they because I mean there are residents out here and students that go here that have genuine questions about where the visitation policy came from, why we have it. So I mean, just to give them some answers, how it could be like, here's why. Yeah. You know. Even if you have something where your RA explains it to you, you can like have a meeting to be like, hey, I'm having an open meeting about like visitation feel free to drop by with any questions da, da, da. like you know it's one thing to like get it from like Howard itself but it's also like another thing to like get it from your RA who you you know you see around yeah and I think it depends on like because like we have our first form meeting and I know normally we do like a form meeting more like before um the residents get visitation we explain like oh these are visitation rules whatever whatever but I think it depends on how your RA kind of understands visitation because like me like my parents are both retired police officers so mm -hmm. like to me, like, when they were like, oh, well, this is a safety concern. Like, that's kind of how my parents looked at it. Mm -hmm. So, I was like, okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah, you need to know who's in the, like, in yes. the 
like then you don't know, your R doesn't know, so you're never really getting the That's real true. answer. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that was my bad. I just it, pointed at you. No, 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 no you good. But when it comes to the whole argument of I'm paying X <clears throat> amount of money for this type of treatment, um, again, I feel two ways. <laughs> No, they. No, we're not laughing at it. It's just they both have a spit take effect. You're right. But I just, um, like I said earlier, I feel two ways because for one, like Arkell was saying, you can apply that argument to anything. Like I know living in the quad, they're still doing construction. So people like, they need to lower the rent. They need to lower how much we're paying because I'm paying, you know, this full amount for something that's not even finished. You know, we have to walk through everything just to get to our rooms you know my room has a leak and you know it's been going on. i'm just saying you know there's a lot of different right um so i understand what they're saying about that but i don't think money applies to visitation i mean like arkel was saying i do really do think it is a, a safety issue because then you're like well if something happens then that's when you have to bring money into it but i don't feel like saying since i'm paying this much amount for rent or you know whatever the case yeah. may be that i should be able to do this because at the same time you are still a student and the university or the uh, residence hall is still liable if something happens mm -hmm. so i think that's another factor that people forget about because if something happens then you know your ra or whoever else the the hall manager you know now there's this big investigation we have to go say for example if Something happens with, you know, domestic violence. Then you have to go to Title IX and all this other stuff. And now we have stuff broken in the room, you know, a hole in the wall. You know, now it's just, you know, a lot of extra stuff. So I feel like um, if visitation is not, I'm not going to say the same as what it is now, but if it, it is something that regulates who is in and out of the building, um, then you won't have to worry about, you know, any type of monetary base, you know, anything. Yeah. But, um... I mean, I get what they're saying, but at the same time, I don't think it's that deep to where yeah. they're like, well, since I'm paying all this money, you can't, you know, try to police me. Yeah. So, yeah. I agree. So. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, we are getting towards the end of our podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to kick y'all out. But before <laughs> you two. <laughs> right. <laughs> Before you two leave, Arkel and Michaela, can you leave our listeners with just a few little bits of knowledge about either coming from the listener letter, how he should be acting <laughs> in terms of having his friend bring people in for him, or just, you know, people's opinions on the visitation policies being an RA resident, you know, just something to drop some knowledge on. Yeah, give us some golden bits. Um, I think it's a visitation. If you're unclear, like I don't think it's wrong to ask questions. Like I feel like yeah, you have a right to true. get answers. And I feel like if you're not getting the answers you want, like it's okay to say, like, okay, well I'll talk to my RA. He doesn't know like ask her, like, can she talk to another RA? Maybe the GA, maybe the hall manager. Yeah. And maybe even like stop by the rest of the office. I don't feel like anyone's gonna tell you like, mm -hmm. no, they're not gonna give you the answer. <laughs> but I feel like someone has to know something. So yeah. I feel like it's okay to ask questions to get clarification. But yeah. I also think like you shouldn't innately think that like a policy set in place to like work against you mm -hmm. so i feel like maybe like look at it from a different perspective or ask other people their interpretations of it and i mean and another thing i think you shouldn't come with a complaint without a um, solution right. i feel like it's the biggest thing so like, if you're saying like i don't think you should say like 
we should, can't have hesitation. I feel like she's like, well, I don't think we should have hesitation, but maybe in place of that, we should have X, Y, Z, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's how you kind of start to facilitate some change. That's yeah. that senior knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, there it is. Okay, Michaela, okay, what you got? What you got for us? <laughs> yeah, like, after resident I really do feel like our generation is so quick to go to social media knowing that it's going to be blown up and taken out of proportion so even if it was something innocent saying you know this just happened to me I really wish the visitation policies were a little bit more lenient Mm -hmm. and now it's black versus white or you know now it's us being police now it's we're living in prisons, you know, stuff like that. I really do. I mean, you can go through the the threads, like they're really blowing this up. And I feel like, yeah, I I just think it, it went way deeper than it was supposed to. But at the same time, I do think people need to try to find answers or at least try to figure something out before they blow it up, you know, like it has been recently. And if it is, then maybe we can maybe change the perceptions of people or maybe not even change them, but just get them to understand the reasonings of why we have visitation or the reasons that people support visitation and stuff like that. But um, I feel like once people are more informed or just less radical, you know, then maybe we can come to, you know, a better conclusion on the situation. Yeah. And with that in mind, uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And where can our listeners find us on social media? Oh, by me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you. Um, <laughs> where am I? Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to names. Um, I think you can also just find me at Arkell Miller. So A R K E L. And then Miller is a pretty simple last name. <laughs> we are trying to get you some promotion. Um, <laughs> and on Instagram, Twitter. Oh. Twitter, you can find me at underscore Michaela. So that's going to be underscore M Y K A L A with four more A's and another underscore. <laughs> so you can find me on Twitter too because my name will say Big Tix. So don't forget that. You know what? We got two very different personalities here. Right? <laughs> I thought you were going to be like XO, XO. Uh, <laughs> I told you they call me Tix. Well, that wraps up another <laughs> episode of Dear Roommate Podcast. I want to give a big thank you to our guest, Michaela. <laughs> Where you can find us, oh. dear roommate? Where on Instagram? Instagram. We're on Apple Podcast. Oh, type in dear roommate HU. Yes, we're verified. Okay, okay. okay. Moving on up. Yes. Got a new mic. We don't know how so to don't, act. Don't even say, oh, I don't know where to listen to this podcast. You know, because it's on SoundCloud too. If you don't oh, have yeah, yeah. dear roommate, oh, yeah. all of them. Okay, period. Yeah. Apple, Apple Podcast. Because you listen. I'm pretty sure everyone here has an iPhone. And 
but the few that don't, don't, we have to be inclusive. So there's a podcast okay. app for Android. I've seen it. Okay. My father has a Galaxy. Okay. Oh, the whole Galaxy. The whole Galaxy. See, our Kelly again dropping that sneer. Okay. Exactly. For our, you know, our Galaxies, we got. We are literally on SoundCloud, so there's no excuse to not be listening. Not one. Are y'all on YouTube yet? We are on we YouTube. Are. Okay. We, YouTube. Oh. YouTube. we have but YouTube. You didn't catch us today. So yes, check us out on all social media platforms. There is no excuse as to why our subscribers should not be up and our viewers and our listeners should not be increasing instead of decreasing or staying oh, static. Wow. So yes, be sure to check us out on okay, Dear Amen. And and hashtag we're, we're cold about today. We are. We are. Sick of it. We are. I'm sick of it. Sick and tired. Yeah, being sick and tired. And I would also like to add, if you have any questions, want to add to a listener letter or anything, do a little hashtag dear roommate, hashtag HU roomies, DM us, anything. You know, we don't bite. We love listen. We love listening to, you know, people that have opinions. And honestly, this is a very fun and interesting, maybe not fun, but interesting. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were fun, but the topic may have been serious. <laughs> but this was a good episode. This is a great episode. Oh, thank you. I want to hear. Oh my god, this is a great episode. I want to hear everyone's opinions about this. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you two so much. Much love. Hopefully, if y'all have midterms, they go well. Oh God. Please pray. And let's turn up for spring break. Okay. Period. I have money. Turn it. Turn it. Turn it.